Believe it or not, creativity is in our DNA. Never before in history has creating a brand or creating a business around your brand or creating a lifestyle around your brand ever been so cheap and so accessible to everyone. This is truly a time of innovation. Everything that was working isn't working. And necessity is the mother of innovation. I'm going to share with you six ways to light your creativity on fire. Stay tuned. Welcome to Reinventing Perspectives, the show that's all about wealth creation through a what would Jesus do lens. If you're an entrepreneur and you love Jesus, then this is the place for you. We are going to be looking at eternal principles to inspire us to the next level where we create wealth and make an impact. Are you ready for the power of a kingdom perspective? Thank you for tuning in. Without wasting any more time, let's get to it. I'm your host, Priscilla Shumba. And thank you again for listening in. Today's episode is based on an article on our website called Creativity is in Your DNA. Do check it out. Our website is www.reinventingperspectives.com. Today's episode is about six ways to light your creativity on fire. If you have a phone, a laptop, and internet access, the world is metaphorically your oyster. Go on YouTube. Look at the videos you see. You find an old woman in a faraway village with a 1 million views. She has a voice. She has a unique message. She has a following. She has a brand. Creativity is about new ideas. It's about new ways of doing old things. It's about better, better, and better. Less money, less costs, less time. How can we get better? How can you get better at being profitable? How can you increase your efficiency? How can you increase your reach? How can you increase your value? How can you bring a freshness and a newness to the packaging of your brand, the packaging of your products, the packaging of your service. All this is as a result of creativity. Let's dive into the six ways to light your creativity on fire. Tip number one, reverse engineer your life. What do you want your life to look like at 80? Then begin to make decisions that create that life. If that life that you desire is big enough and the goals that you're trying to reach are big enough, you'll find a way. Necessity is the mother of all innovation. Abraham Lincoln is known as saying, the most reliable way to predict the future is to create it. Don't ever think that you're not creative. In order for us to understand who we are, we have to go back to our origin. In Genesis, we are told that we are made in the likeness of the creator. So creativity is part of who we are. That's why we say creativity is in our DNA. It's only a matter of us igniting the creative fire that's within us. We can't change the past. The only thing we can change is the future. And legacies are not made in heaven. I love Ecclesiastes 9.10. It says... Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. For there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. In other words, the only time you have is right now. Whatever you wanted to do, whatever you dreamt of doing, whatever you imagined of doing, do it now. There's an anonymous quote. Don't wait for opportunity. Create it. When you reverse engineer your life by looking at where you want to be and working backwards, you can identify what steps you need to take 
to get to where you're going. You'd begin to realize that if you're doing things half-hearted today, that's not going to lead to a great life. But when you begin to pour your heart into something, creativity will naturally emerge and you will find a way. They say there are many roads that lead to a place. Finding those many roads, that's being creative. Tip number two, do things with passion, with a perspective of being outside the box. Remove all the limitations on what it is that you can do. Mark Scheigel, the late artist, used to say, if I create from the heart, nearly everything works. If from the head, almost nothing. Let your heart drive your work. Let your heart drive the path in which you're going. The values and the beliefs and the passions that you have, let them stir up a desire to over-deliver value. Be conscious of what you're creating each and every single day. We are creating our tomorrow, whether we know it or not. And the today that we're in, we created it yesterday. So if we're not happy with it, we need to go back to the drawing board and create a better tomorrow. Embrace the ability that God has given all of us. We are co-creators with Christ in this life. T.D. Jake says, God doesn't make furniture. He's made the trees. Making furniture, that's up to us. The job of creating beautiful things with what God has given us, that's our way of saying thank you to God for giving us a beautiful world. We are our highest selves when we create. Tip number three, make an environment for yourself that is conducive to creativity. You have to eat, sleep, drink, whatever it is. And when your mind is fixed on something, creativity naturally flows. Some people refer to this as a flow state, being in the zone where there are no distractions and your mind is zoned in and flowing in a space. You have time to think and time to be still. That's an environment for creativity. When you still your mind, what you need to do becomes clear. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. That connection with the creator and being present and being in meditation allows for us to see things in a new way. Joshua 1 verse 8 says, keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will prosper and be successful. Connect to the source of creation, the creator. If you think about it, every successful person, every person who has, you know, become hugely successful has created something. Tip number four, speak things into being. You have a dream, you have an idea, you have a vision. Write it down first and then speak about it. Speak things into being. If you keep it to yourself, then how do you galvanize the troops? How do you get people to rally behind your dream or to rally behind your vision? Because if it's a big enough dream, you can't do it alone. You can never go it alone and be successful. Two-time NBA championship winner Kenny the Jet Smith says he has never met a successful person who didn't have a coach. So you need a team. You need people who are helping you from behind. You need people who are running alongside with you to bring whatever it is that you're trying to create into being. And if you think about it, in the beginning, there's a reason Genesis 1 tells us that God spoke things into being. The way he created was by speaking things into existence. Everything in the Bible is for us to learn. Everything in the Bible is an example to us of how to do things. Part of a leader's job 
is to excite the team. Excite the team about what you're trying to do. You need the support. Even if you're a solo entrepreneur, you need the support of your spouse. You need the support of your friends and you need the support of your family. So you have to learn to speak things into being, to speak with energy, to get people excited about what it is that you're trying to do. Don't worry about the mechanics, the how, the what, the when. Just communicate the vision. And if you think about it, that's what a pitch is. When you go to an investor and you're trying to get them to fund your idea, you go to them with the pitch. You speak things into being. As you speak, they decide if they want to support or come for the ride in whatever it is that you're doing. Speaking about things is also a way of making yourself accountable. You're forced to make a commitment, if for nothing else but for fear of humiliation. And sometimes fear of humiliation can be a positive driver. One of the key indicators of success accountability. That's the reason why if you make a decision to do something and you keep it to yourself, it's easy for you to default on that decision to yourself. You decide you want to start working out and you're the only person who knows that on Monday you were going to start working out. Oh well, so what if I don't work out? But if you say it out loud and you let everyone know, just the thought of bumping into someone who's going to ask you if you've started working out sometimes is a big enough reason to get yourself out of bed and into that gym. Tip number five, creativity is about trial and error. We have to be okay with making mistakes. If you think about it, that really is the meaning of research and development in corporations. Thomas Edison said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Isn't that brilliant? All the genius we enjoy today came from this process of trial and error. Someone made the mistakes over and over and again for us to get to even the smallest thing, for us to get that perfect cup of tea or that perfect cup of coffee in the morning. Somebody put their mind to work and created that that we all enjoy today. As you're going through your creative process, keep a book. Keep a book of the process. Document everything. Kenny the Jet Smith says, sometimes you win when you lose and sometimes you lose when you win. He explained it this way. He said, sometimes you win even though you do everything wrong. So you don't really learn what you should learn. But sometimes you lose. And because you lose, you're able to identify what you did wrong. So losing is just part of the process. Trial and error will get us to something beautiful. Tip number six, be bold. You know that saying, be bold and mighty forces will come to your aid. Creativity is a magnet. It's a muscle that you have to develop by doing it over and over again. And the more you determine to be creative, the easier it gets. And everyone, everyone is endowed with the ability to be creative. The ability to make a way when there's no way. That ability to push boundaries and allow your true self to emerge. Basically, is dealing with problems and finding new solutions and adapting to change and pivoting. That really is what creativity is about. Embrace the inventor in you. Always ask, well, why not? Why not more? Why not better? Why not faster? Why not easier? Why not cheaper? Why not more value? Mark 9 verse 23 says, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So that dream, that idea, that random thing that crossed your mind, that just sounds so bizarre. Reverse engineer it. Get to the point where you have one step, 
one step that will point you in that direction, even if it's a faraway step. And then take that one step. Put your passion and your heart into it. Because when you create from the heart, only good things can come. Make sure that you have an environment that allows for you to be more and more creative. Speak things into being. As you begin to create, embrace errors. Remember, trial and error is a normal part of an experiment. And be bold. Be bold in the things you want to create. Mighty forces will come to your aid. Think about the 95-5 rule and try to apply it to your life and to your business. Spend 95% of your time on creating income and 5% of your time on budgets. Success is 90% mental, but it requires a system. Have a system where you devote time to creativity. And the more you encounter small wins, the more energized you'll be and the more you'll tap into that truest version of yourself because we are our highest selves when we create. If you got any value out of this, please do leave a review. And to join the conversation, go to www.reinventingperspectives.com. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And check out our YouTube page, Reinventing Perspectives. Thank you again. And until next episode, 